Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning, bright, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on the Concrete Gang. Every Sunday morning, 9.30 on your AM dial, 8.55 on your AM dial. Very fresh and uh, cool this morning. We've had a, a, an unreal week and we've just had to dust off one of our old favourites. Got him out of his tomato bushes, dusted him off and here he is, young Warren. How are you, mate? Old folks don't get out of bed this early. <laughs> Yeah, we've had to get him out a bit early this morning. But anyway, it's good to have you back on the show, mate. We've got you here for a reason, which is probably not great news, but we'll get to that a bit later in the show. But Yeah, well, I've got to say that we're now starting to follow the AFL, are we? I'm now the emergency substitute <laughs> coming off the substitute substitute yeah, bench, yeah, am I? Yeah, well, you're something like that. So, but, so the Queenslanders got injured. Well, what happens with the Queenslanders, you know, you, it wouldn't have been anything to do with the um, state of origin, would it? What They were pretty pumped about that and, uh, oh, did that turn the tears? It turned the tears and... Uh, no Queenslanders. Gone down with uh, the hammy problem and uh, I've had to come off the uh, substitute bench. Well, well there you go. <laughs> exactly. It's so, been a bad week for some people in terms of football, hasn't it? It has. Actually, we might as well talk about that. It's been uh, the old Collingwood, the old Collingwood supporters, and and the Blues. It started on down there again, oh, isn't it? Oh, it's magnificent, isn't it? Jack Elliott, what a cho- top job he did. He absolutely <laughs> destroyed that club. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed it. Geez, he did a good job though, didn't he? Hey, it's still going on. And Eddie Maguire's trying to match him. <laughs> So it's a coaching job available if you want it. Well, it was always said of me I wasn't much of a footballer, but I was a try hard. 
And uh, you've never got liver th- poison, I'm telling you. <laughs> I think there's a, I think there's a few people at Collingwood and Carlton, and possibly the up in uh, the Maroon country who could try a bit harder. That's right. As one famous uh, listener of ours said, uh, Reedy, it's not about us either, so don't start talking about yourself, all right? Remember the letter Reedy sent about me and Buzzer? He was right. <laughs> um, all right. A um, few announcements. We have got a few announcements. Um, unfortunately, um, the concrete gang function we're going to have, we're going to have to we've cancel that because obviously with the, with the um, COVID and just coming out of COVID on, on the weekend, on Friday, um, we haven't had time to, to print print the um, tickets and, and or sell them, so it's made things a bit tough. So we're going to cancel that for the time being and probably we'll pick a date a bit further down the track and, and, and have another go at it. Hopefully we don't get COVID back again, but you know, who knows? So we'll, so that's been knocked on the head, the one at the South Melbourne um, pub at the Rising Sun Hotel. That's the one we're talking about. But the Radiothon's still going ahead. That's on... Um, 20th of June, so we're doing that live on a Sunday, so you can ring in between 9.30 and 10.30, it's going to be an hour-long show, so we need plenty of people ringing in, otherwise uh, we'll have to get Warren to sing or something, which we'll, we'll talk about his tomatoes, which will put you to sleep. So we need you to ring in and uh, on the 20th of June between 9.30 and 10.30 and make a donation, whatever, what, you know, dollar, whatever, whatever you think, but you can have a crack at us or, or get a song played or do whatever you uh, want to do. But we've got to find 250000 so, you know, we want a lot of people ringing in, Warren. Indeed, there's a lot of money to be raised, 250000 bucks. because, let's be honest, COVID has been disruptive and uh, 3CR has been as disrupted as anyone else. We certainly weren't able to raise the sort of money that was needed last year and uh, to double up... Uh, is not going to be easy, but if everyone makes the effort, we can uh, we can get to two hundred and fifty thousand and uh, keep the show on the air and the station on the air, and maybe even get me back for a few more appearances. <laughs> we just we bring you back when we I'm get, working cheap, but I still want. You know. We get you back when the ratings are getting too high. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, as, as Warren said, we haven't had a, a pull up for a couple of years now, and we, you know, we need the money to keep this place going. It doesn't run on thin air, and there's a few staff here and, and whatever, and uh, we need the money to keep keep three CR community radio going, and uh, we want our radio show to keep going for another forty five years, don't we, Warren? Is it forty five years? I think it's a bit more than forty five now, to be blunt. Jeez. All right. Well, every day. I think it's about forty seven. Jeez. It's a bit scary, isn't it? All right, now um, I suppose. How can you talk this much shit for so long? Eh? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's a good point. <laughs> we should be on television. I can hear him snoring now. <laughs> Let's. Um, I suppose it's time we should bring up Edna now. Some yes. Very sad news. Um, for you people out there, probably in, in the construction, well, not in the construction. Dear Edna was a, a a lady that for years and years. She's. I reckon more than thirty-five years ago, maybe. Would that be it fair? It was certainly back in the mid to uh, maybe even early 80s. First mm. time okay, so roughly here. 35 years or whatever. Yep. Uh, young Edney, what she used to do, she used to um, she she uh, used to ring the crane yards and she had this fascination about tower cranes when they were getting put up and all that. 
And, and what she used to do is um, come down wherever the cranes were going up on the weekends and b- bring a, a little, remember the old trolleys, the, ship, the, the shopping trolleys? And bring it down, she'd buy cakes and pies and um, Coca-Cola and stuff for the boys and all that. And 35 years ago, you've got to understand on, on Saturdays and Sunday, well, especially Sundays, there was nothing open. This is when the tower cranes were going up. And she'd come down with a shopping trolley and set all the, all the gear up in, the, in one of the Spoko sheds for the boys, you know, and all cost to herself and... You know, catch the public transport down there. I think at the time there, Warren, she was probably, I think she was working the South Down Press, printing press in the city or something. She was certainly, I can't quite remember which company it was. She probably she, shouldn't name it because we're going to shit count them. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they didn't look She worked in a Beckett then. Street for a printer in a Beckett Street. Yeah, that's right. And, um, and, and she used to do this tirelessly every weekend, wherever Cranes was going, she'd come down with a, with a what do you call them, shopping trolley. Full of stuff for the boys, you know, pies and drinks and all that. And uh, and she became a very good friend of all of us. You know, I loved the deal, Edna. She was a lovely, you know, great-hearted woman. Um, in fact, we loved her that much. We made her a life member of the union, you know, because you know, this is what we're about. Union's about those type of people, people that do the things that go unrewarded or, un, un, you know, not not sort of noticed, but... but yeah, you never forget her. She was a, a marvellous woman, and she she loved every bit of it. Yeah, you know, she knew all the boys, knew knew us all, and uh, just a great human being. Unfortunately, later in life, she she ended up um, in uh, St Kilda in the Sacred in Sacred Heart Aged Care, and yeah. um, Edna had a few health problems, and the last twelve months have been very difficult for her, and a lot of people have tried to keep in contact in circumstances where you couldn't get access to aged care very easily. But so I'd just like to pay a little tribute to not only Edna, but also all the uh, wonderful people at Sacred Heart who, and the staff and also the residents who all loved uh, Edna. Thank you for your support of Edna through a very difficult period. And a little mention to Helen down at Sacred Heart, who uh, has, especially this week, been a absolute uh, asset in being able to uh, talk to friends of Edna about various arrangements that need to be made and so on. And uh, just, Helen and is doing her part so that we can hopefully have something put on uh, to remember Edna and... All her friends can gather, hopefully, at uh, the church just near the aged care and uh, actually will... actually celebrate her life because it's, you know, yeah. you don't have to be a superstar. You don't have to be the smartest person in town, whatever. If you're doing something for your fellow human beings because of kindness and generosity, that should be celebrated. You always need a full forward, but you still need a back pocket. They're just really. as important. And, and I must send a special chair to Maury Hill because Maury Hill was very good to her over the years too. Yeah. Maury helped her out. It's different. We shifted her a few times and bought her furniture and, and washing machines and stuff. So it's a, for us, it's a great loss. You know, we yeah. don't forget those little things that get done over the years. And she's you know, she really a good, caring person. And um, we're not sure. We've got our, uh, a notice to go on the paper, which, which uh, Warren's put together with a lovely uh, send-off, but we can't get it in because you know, there's no family and well, all, all this sort of stuff. We'll, we'll get it in eventually, but and hopefully. So keep an eye on the papers, and, and, and with that, we'll probably able to put a notice in the, yes. where, where, the, where the funeral's going to be. I think there's only about 75 letter people to go, but I reckon we'll do that easily. But yeah. um, 
So just make sure everyone knows there's a lot of people would want to celebrate her life because she was a very dear person to us and a life member of the union. And uh, thanks also to some of the people who took on an extra responsibility uh, with looking after Edna in the last few years, uh, the late Dave Griffiths and his wife Joy, uh, Mickey Egan, Murray Hill, quite a number of people. I'm sorry if I can't mention everybody, but everyone who helped out, thank you very much. And, you know, she had it hard because let's, let's be blunt. She had no family for 40 years. And uh, she, had us. She, she used to joke <laughs> that uh, she, was, she was hoping to win Tat's Lotto because then her family would want to know her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, two, she was working for that printer in a Beckett Street who. Uh, we'll have to find out there, no. Who did, let's say, nothing to help Edna. When they shut up shop in a Beckett Street and they moved out to Altona, Edna had to get to work from uh, St Kilda via public transport and walk in a fair way from the bus to the factory. They wouldn't give her a redundancy. Could have made her redundant, could have given her a bit of something. No. In the end, they forced her out and she got bugger all. And, uh, but Edna kept going and uh, through, all the, uh, through all the years whether it was in the union office, the girls loved her at the union office and they've been ringing up this week, uh, and all the people around the industry. But all those blokes who got the can of Coke and the cake and the pie and the rest of it, when the streets were empty and they were cold and there was, you know, the work was hard and Edna provided a little bit of cheer... Here she comes. Here she comes. <laughs> Well, hopefully all those people... Don't forget it. Won't forget it. That's yeah. right. Very good. Um, we could probably cut the track. We're going to play... I reckon we should play the track now. But can we do that? True we, Blue? Well, just... Yeah, okay, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. do that because I just want to mention Edna wasn't a great one for music and it took a bit of time to find out if she had a favourite song. And she did. And it's this particular song, and the reason it was her favourite song, because it reminded her of the late John Cummins. True Blue. True Blue. Hey, True Blue, don't say you're gone. Say you've knocked off for a smoker. And you'll be back later on Hey, True Blue Hey, True Blue Give it to me straight Face to face Are you really disappearing? Just another dying race Hey, true blue True blue Is it me and you? Is it mom and dad? Is it a cockatoo? Is it standing by your mate When he's in a fight 
How will she be right? True blue, I'm asking you. Hey, true blue, can you bear the load? Will you tie it up with wire? Just to keep the show on the road Hey, Drew Blue Hey, Drew Blue Be fading Is your heart still there? If they sell us out like sponge cake Do you really care? Yes, and Edna, you were true blue. Right. Okay, so um, stay, uh, and, and as we said, we'll uh, keep you informed. Just keep an eye on the papers. Make sure we give her a good send-off. And also on the uh, union's social media oh, and website. All right, what have we got now? Now, as we always say, some of those bosses, do you reckon it's never rained before, wouldn't you? The wind's never blown. Wind's never blown, never no. rained. The only thing they can be probably pretty confident about, it hasn't snowed in Melbourne since 1986. So that was a shit year too. Have you looked outside? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a bit foggy this morning, well, it but was. it wasn't, wasn't snow. So we had a massive week, week of weather, um, storms, biggest storm of 30-something years, but you know they just thought, well, you know, we'll just, we'll just keep soldiering on. But uh, there is a rain... Um, uh, Clause in our agreement and all sorts of things, but they they sort of failed to um, adhere to some of that. But anyway, it was a massive week, and uh, they they should all be put in their sooky lalas. I'd say, Warren, you know. Well, there's a few sooky lalas coming up, isn't there? Really, um, Collingwood, Carlton, <laughs> the Queenslanders, the Queenslanders, Maroons. But yeah, look, what about there's been that? A lot of bosses sooking this week, and what they forget, of course, is. The award 
provides that inclement weather's more than just 35 degrees and rain. Exactly. There's all sorts of inclement circumstances, and while you can't go home on high wind, it's still a question of whether that is clement or not, because it can be a case of totally inappropriate, unsafe, or unreasonable to work in those circumstances. And brother, I do remember being uh, in a high wind situation where we were uh, besieged by uh, soya bean flour. (laughs) (laughs) That was one time, and then there was the coal dust on another. And the metal and the, yeah, yeah, well, well, that was down at Appleham Dock the old days, yeah, we, um, as I said to the the, uh, boss at the time, I said, they said, uh, what's all this white powder coming on us, you know? And they said, oh, well, 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 no, it's, it, won't, you know, it won't hurt you. I said, well, how do we know it's not Agent Orange? <laughs> so obviously we withdrew our labour because we weren't quite sure. And obviously next day we come in, was, we found that we saw your bill. They feed it, cows eat it to, to eat it and produce milk. So we thought it couldn't be too bad if the cows liked it. But anyway. But of course. We did get the wharf allowance after that. That's right. 43 we, cents an hour. But the other thing is. Such things clog up the air conditioning system. And if you can't get your amenities air conditioned because it's a bloody hot day as I remember it, but what about the, the smoke early last year? Yeah, the smoke. I yeah, mean, all these things are part of what is reasonable, unreasonable for working conditions. Not only safety, but also what's reasonable, unreasonable. And bosses should remember there is a procedure there for heat, there's a procedure there for rain, but that's not the end of it. And we're not unreasonable, are we? Never been unreasonable in my life. <laughs> so just on your retirement, brother, how, how are you enjoying it so far? Yeah. We won't go into that. <laughs> well, we, we've, had, we've had the poacher from the flower show, they reckon. They reckon on the flower show now, is that right? The, you know, telling them how to grow tomatoes, you've got to be carried away with yourself there, haven't you? Well, I've got to say that up to about a week and a half ago, I was still getting tomatoes. Yeah? Yep. I, I found the spot. I took some advice from the old Washo about uh, finding the right spot. He's a bit of a tomato grower himself and cheerio to the wash. He was right. I moved the, them around till I found the right spot. I got the right spot and I produced tomatoes to nearly the end of May. That is not bad going if I say so myself. Obviously you forgot my address. You're trying to think what I've got me now, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, we could go on like this and put you to sleep, but we've got to get on the scallywags. Well, Daniel, oh, what's he doing now? He's selling more stuff to, to keep the creditors happy or something, oh, Daniel? He, oh. Yeah, well. Well, he is or his old man is. Or... No, well, he is, and he's in a situation where the creditors meeting, or at least the majority of the creditors, uh, have accepted a deal. And uh, I would have thought there's going to be a lot of people further down the uh, the feeding chain who are going to get a uh, little less than some of the big big end. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, shock horror. Shock horror. But this is capitalism in its uh, rawest form. It's all about money. Yes, yes. And talking about that, we've got a new little bloke strutting around town. We'll just call him Mister Ten Percent. Ten percent? Did it go to his company? Where'd it go? No one's sure. Oh dear, dear. Stay tuned about that, eh? Eh? 
Oh. That's the rumour file one for this week. And uh, never mind, it's all happening. Suki Lala, who we got? Well, Collingwood Football Club, the Carlton Football Collingwood, Club. Collingwood, Carlton, <laughs> the, the Queenslanders. What about that? They, they, they had that joint pumped up at, where was it? And not Toowoomba, no. Where no, Townsville. Townsville, Townsville. Oh, they were going berserk about 10 minutes into the game. That was it. It was all over. You never heard a peep out of them. There was about six blokes wearing blue jumpers going berserk. <laughs> oh, it was magnificent. Anyway, that's More about the blue jumpers on the park that really counted. But anyway. Yeah. Well, we, obviously the Queenslanders, we, you know, that's probably why they're not here. But anyway, special cheerio to the boys. All right. And, so, a, and a special cheerio, we should say, because it's been up and down the last couple of weeks, but a cheerio to the uh, workers at the pro-build job in the city where they had oh, to go yes. into uh, a major COVID incident. Yeah. And it just shows you how easily it spreads and we've, the danger if it gets out of control. And uh, We've I, heard it got handled pretty well there, I'm, I'm told. I understand it got handled very well and it's a credit to the, the blokes on the job. It's a credit to the company too because yeah. they were active participants in it. And if we all stay positive and think about it and not just mouth off because we're pissed off about something or even if it's just the weather's cold – Actually think it through, because I went and got my vax, and uh, there were 40, 40 cubicles with nurses waiting at the showgrounds, and I reckon only 10 were in use. Yeah, but well, that was well before. And I think that. everyone was a little bit complacent, but the industry has done well, and congratulations to everybody. All right. Okay, so uh, we're going to pick the uh, scully wag, and I, I'm, I'm thinking... Jeez, I don't know, Mister Tim. Oh, we can't because no, nah, we'll go. No. We'll go, Daniel again. Jeez, he's, he's had a few, Daniel. Oh, Daniel, oh, he's come out a lot more in front than he should have. I think. Suki Lala. Well, I still reckon Carlton and Collingwood <laughs> deserve it. All right, we'll give him a jewel, jewel Suki Lala, Collingwood and Carlton. Yeah. Well, anyway, Ryan, it's great to have you back on the show today, yep. and um, dust you off and get you out of your out of your tomato patch and all that. And thanks for that eulogy for Edna because uh, we do miss her. And as we said, the listeners all, all stay tuned to the uh, webpage at, uh, on, on CFMEU and the newspapers and we'll give uh, Edna a good send-off. Yep. So we'll go the same old way. Dare, dare to struggle, dare, to, dare win. to win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. We're going to go out with the Ramones Blitzkrieg Bop because by the 10% man, it's a Blitzkrieg.
NPR Radiothon. Show your support during June 2021. The union movement stands in solidarity with students and all young people taking action today. And we stand in solidarity with you for two reasons. Firstly, because we believe in the rights of young people to have a say in our democracy. Do not let the conservative media try to silence you. Be loud and proud. As we know in the union movement, when we raise our voices together, we cannot be silenced. Secondly, we stand in solidarity as your struggle is our struggle too. Climate change is union business. 3CR Radiothon, community-powered radio. To donate, call 03-9419-8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.